סוכה פרק ג' משנה ט"ו, מקבלת אישה מיד בנה ומיד בעלה ומחזירתו למים בשבת. In the days of the Beit HaMikdash, if the first day of Sukkot was on Shabbat, they shook lulav. So let's say the husband prayed at home, and he shook his lulav. When he finished praying, he gave the lulav to his wife to put away. She's allowed to take the lulav from his hand. Even though she has no misvah to shake lulav, it's not muqseh faha either. And she could put it back in the water that it was already in, in order to keep it fresh. And that's not a problem that it looks like tikkun mana because there's not so much Torah involved. She's just putting it back in the water that it was already in. Rabbi Yehuda explains, Omer, Bashabat machazirin. On Shabbat, putting back into the water that it was already in, since there's not a, a big Torah, we're not concerned that it looks like tikkun. But on Shabbat, you're not allowed to add water because that's already a little bit more of a Torah, and then we're worried that it looks like tikkun. Beyom Tov, Mosifin. On Yom Tov, where we're a little more lenient with the laws of Yom Tov, you could even add water. Although it's a Torah, but it's not as big of a Torah as changing the water, so on Yom Tov, we even allow adding the water. But even on Yom Tov, we do not allow to pour out the old and put in new, meaning we don't allow changing the water. That's too much of a Torah for Tikkun Mana, and we're worried that it looks like Tikkun Mana. We're even allowed to change the water, and Bartenura says it's actually a misvah to change the water on Cholam in order to keep the species fresh, and Halakha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Finally, the Mishnah concludes, Katan Katan who reached the age where he knows how to shake a lulab and a drog, the father is obligated to train him to do it.